This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I hesitate to go back to the story, but you, you have to when you're talking about this Commanders and John Gruden email leak story that ESPN broke yesterday. And now Pro Football Talk is reporting that John Gruden, quote, intends to burn the house down when it comes to the NFL because he has taken the NFL to court. And thus far, at least in these preliminary hearings, and I am by no means a legal expert, John Gruden has won. He has won these preliminary hearings, and now his case against the NFL is sitting before the Nevada Supreme Court, and the NFL is dying for this to go to mediation because historically, if the NFL can get a case into mediation, then these judges, these mediators are generally friendly to the NFL. But if it's in the court system, not necessarily friendly to the NFL, that's not where they want things to happen. So John Gruden thus far is is he hasn't won the war, but he's winning a few battles. This could get super, super ugly because John Gruden knows the league, has been a part of the league for a long time, and is apparently has a complete intention, a full intention on revealing everything he knows in order to take it to the NFL. So I don't know if some sort of settlement will be in the works, but this is kind of a dangerous position for the National Football League because John Gruden thus far, to a lot of people's surprise, has legally at least outmaneuvered the league. What a stark contrast. John Gruden went from being on like Corona commercials to sitting in (laughs) court all the time and roasting the NFL. But it's Mm -hmm. wild. I feel like we haven't heard that much about this. And I would imagine it's because the NFL is on the opposing end. And a lot of these media entities are probably, you know, have some rights deals with the NFL. So I'm interested to see like, if we hear more about this, because I'm not gonna lie, like I said, I feel like we have not heard this really across the headlines that much, but we'll see. The, The tricky thing about reputations though, is once the damage is done, no matter how much he sues the NFL, it feels like in the public court of opinion, like his reputation's gone. I, yes, he will never coach again in the NFL. And he knows that, which is why he doesn't feel bad about taking the NFL to task here. And he does have a case. There is absolutely a case here. I'm not one. Now, don't mistake. I am not, I am not lauding John Gruden or patting him on the back or excusing him for those emails at all. But if you're talking about a legal case against the NFL, certainly he has one and quietly he has been working with the Saints during the offseason, working with Derek Carr, being a consultant on the offense. So you don't hear about that, but that is absolutely happening in the background. And I feel like that as this goes to the court system, particularly because a decision is expected later on this year, this will be something that starts to get more attention, especially because of this article that appeared yesterday on ESPN. Chelsea, let's talk more NFL now. God, I'm sorry for some freaking football. I have to be. I have to be because... God knows, as interesting as this is, I would rather spend time talking about games than the court system and the legalese that comes with lawsuits when former coaches are suing the league. But the New York Jets, this is the football stuff. They will be featured on Hard Knocks. We were wondering who the team was going to be. It's going to be the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Right now, the Jets, 10-1 to to win the AFC. They're 18-1 to to win the Super Bowl. They were last on Hard Knocks in 2010. That was the... Mark Sanchez days and Rex Ryan. That's when he was the head coach. They won a sports Emmy. 
because it was such a, an enthralling series back then. And how can you not win something with Rex Ryan? He's just a walking soundbite, very engaging guy. But this will be interesting to see because obviously, if you're the Jets, you're in the biggest media market in the country, New York City, there's already going to be eyes on you. And now everyone, even more cameras will be there. And frankly, I think this is exactly the way Aaron Rodgers wants it. <laughs> oh, for sure. He'll say to the media, like, oh, oh. no pictures, no videos. Right. But then he'll like smile and be like, have you seen my toe lately? <laughs> you want to hear my newest stance on ayahuasca or psychedelics? But here's my question about hard knocks. Do you think it's going to influ influence the way people bet on the New York Jets? Because I would think so, because yes. I fall into this trap every single season where you watch hard knocks. You're like, God, this team seems so, so awesome because obviously yes. they're showing you mostly good parts of the team. But I believe we talked to a BetMGM trader who was saying that public bets don't necessarily affect the line as much as like the sharp action does. But once it's so much, they have to at least take it into account, right? Yes. Yes. No question at all. And I think that that is, if you're talking about, and we're obviously talking about betting on this show, you can you can get caught up in the narrative. You can get caught up in the momentum and you can get caught up in the coverage and it plays into your bets, right? If you see mm -hmm. so much on the New York Jets and, and this was the point I was making about the Browns earlier, it's like, hey, a few years ago, the Browns were the hot team. The Browns were the hot team. It's like, yes, I, the potential is there, but have they really done anything? No. And so it's difficult to separate performance and results from the hype and this happens all the time in sports you get caught up in it and you you you, you start to believe it right you start to believe it yeah. and particularly with the jets it's it's a sexy story it's a it's a great story right new york city the jets are always the second team right it, the giants are always the team but now the jets have the juice they've got aaron Rodgers. they're talented for the first time in a long time they have the history there it's a great story. There's no way the NFL was going to let this be anyone but the Jets. So if you want to look at the numbers and buy into the Jets, I get it. At the same time, you have to be careful because we're going to hear nothing. I mean, we're talking about it right now. We're going to hear Jets, 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 Jets from here until the start of the season. And Hard Knocks is only going to reinforce that. So do you think this plays into the favor of the Buffalo Bills or mm. not? Because at some point, I feel like the Buffalo Bills are going to be overlooked. And it's a team that's been on the cusp of being one of the best teams in the NFL for quite some time. Like Josh Allen's still there. They still have a, a pretty good team. So I'm wondering how much the hype train will kind of elbow out the Buffalo Bills out of this division. Because I still think it's going to be, you know, pretty much a tight yeah. race for the AFC mm -hmm. East. I don't think this division is already won by the Jets, but I'm going to say it. I'm already aboard the hype train for the New Whoa. York Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great season. We've talked about this before, especially at some of the prices that they have Aaron Rodgers listed to win MVP. It just feels like the prices are too cheap because what is he, 12 to 1, 14 to 1 to win the MVP? This is somebody yeah. who's won the award multiple times. He gets new receivers 
And it feels like somebody who's trying to turn over a, a new leaf. And I think it'll probably be a good thing for his career where it gets mm -hmm. a change of scenery. It feels like he's been trying to get out of Green Bay for quite some time. But again, he's getting older and the NFL is never easy, <laughs> especially in the AFC. Isn't it crazy too how he looks different? I he I feel like that he took two years off his life when he went to the Jets. Remember when he was growing out his hair and he had this shaggy beard and he was doing the darkness retreats, which I'm sure he will probably still do. But then all of a sudden, he's in a different situation in New York City with the Jets, and he gets a haircut, he gets a clean shave from a barber there somewhere in Manhattan or something, and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, he looks like a different guy. Maybe he really didn't need to change. He absolutely has a different aura about him. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but he really does. So let's read too much into the lines here. Let's do you do think the fact that he has already adapted so much to living in New York now? Because now he looks like a finance bro, as opposed to somebody uh, who was in Green Bay, the shaggy hair. It looked like he was somebody who kind of fit in with the Green Bay vibe, not the weird Hollywood stuff, but you get the appearance where he looks yes. like, you know, an ice road trucker or something. Uh, do we think we take that, the fact that he's already mm -hmm. adapted, and say, okay, this is somebody who's going to assimilate into the New York Jets offense pretty seamlessly? I, I think yes, and I also think, but along with that, I would say if you read what the coaches are saying about them, and of course they're going to say this, but it absolutely is true. If you read what the offensive players, Zach Wilson talking about Aaron Rodgers, everyone is sort of blown away because they haven't had this type of professionalism at the quarterback position in so long. So you can say what you want, and certainly I have said it. Aaron Rodgers is a weirdo. Like, I don't know what he's been going through. He's been going through it. That's fine. But as far as playing the quarterback position, he's clearly one of the best to ever do it. So everyone to a man on that offense, on that team, during offseason workouts has said, "I this is, this is unbelievable. Like, wow, what a pro. We are learning so much from this guy being here on this team. Zach Wilson sounds like he's matured five or ten years just being around Aaron Rodgers. And he's with Nathaniel Hackett again as his offensive coordinator. So he's married up with someone that he feels comfortable with. He brought in his own receivers. He's got everything he wants at his disposal. Like, why wouldn't he be thrilled right now? Yeah, uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, and also, Aaron Rodgers almost feels like a Band-Aid for just about any offense because he has those football smarts to where he can call all of those audibles at the line of scrimmage. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if your offensive coordinator isn't that good, which I feel like Nathaniel Hackett, like maybe he just wasn't fit to be a head coach. But I feel right. like when you have a great quarterback, uh, sometimes it makes the offensive coordinator look maybe a little better than they are but i am excited to watch hard knocks like i feel like this is something i actually want to watch and i'm interested to see the ancillary storylines like who are they going to pick that's going to have like a great storyline that we've never heard of because remember this in some of the other seasons like uh, i think it was like devin Kajus for the the bucks that i ended up like really yeah. liking his story so i'm interested to hear about those players and not just a.a ron I agree. It's going to be great TV, and I'll be with you tuned into that. Even though I hate on it, I'll be watching. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.